What's up? It's Jared Cagle. This is a podcast called Burning Questions because we are answering your burning questions. All right. How's it going? Everybody feel good? Sure. Sixth episode of Burning Questions. Is it really six? Yeah, number oh. six. We have some very special guests today. Uh, in no particular order, we will go around the table. Hannah Acock, say hello. Hello. Chase Adams. What's up? First name Jeffrey. Yes. Yeah. I always love that. Yeah. Je- w- would you rather it be Jefferson? No. That's really official. Yeah. Okay. No, I'm good with that. Brody Millwood, everybody. What's going on? Brody Joseph, two it J's, is. and two then J's. my name's Jared. That's another J. It's a trio. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brody picked the candle today. Mm-hmm. Talk, talk to us about that. Do you want to light it? Or I've actually never talk? lit a candle before, actually. Whoa! Big yeah, moment! Big I've actually moment. never lit a candle before. This is a big moment. Big moment. Can you talk while you do that? Because I want to hear yeah. why you pick. Okay. Yeah. Actually, another embarrassing moment. Never used a lighter before. Whoa! I always use the fancy ones that are like, you know, like the football yeah, ones. Church kid. Yeah, so yeah. yeah, church kid. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so I chose this one. So, you know, like, you ever been to like a tree farm? No, actually. Never been to a tree farm? No. Yeah, neither never. have I. So, you know, so like, I'm assuming it's like an overwhelming smell. So, but For I sure. feel, yeah, so I feel like my, <laughs> 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 I'm sorry, I feel like mahogany balsams, like, you know, just like that one specific tree you want, not like an overwhelming smell. Are we know? talking about like Christmas tree farms? Yeah. Wow. And like they seem like where the Griswolds go get their tree from, you know, like that? Totally. Yeah. I feel like when they saw that tree, that was the smell they got. Do you got, all right, while you're lighting that, because yeah, you're not. Do I light all three or just one? Yeah, all three, all three would be great. Some nice even dispersion, you know. I'll, I'm not doing it right. I don't know how to use it. <clears throat> it's just, it's I, just, I can't use just, it. Just keep going, you know, just keep, persi- <laughs> be persistent. <laughs> Are you guys, while you he's doing to, this. You have to. <laughs> he's going to burn himself. I don't know how to do it. So, while, are <laughs> you guys a real tree person or yes. a fake tree person? Real. real tree. So, you go to tree farms. Uh, we did this year. How'd you do that? Well, we didn't get a tree there. You got to use the thing. Oh, no, I don't. Are you a real tree or a fake tree? Well, I'm a real tree person, but my family always gets, like, we have the same fake tree, so. Really? I don't have a say in it. So you, yeah. when you say you're a real tree person, that means you eventually one day will buy a real tree. Yeah. You have We used yet. to have like, oh, you did? real trees in our house, yeah. But then when we moved, we just got a really big fake tree. Got you. And when, when you say you're a real tree person, Chase, that means that you like the camo. Yes. It's <laughs> just yeah. like a natural. Definitely yeah. real tree. Yeah. Not, yeah. not mossy oak. We don't go there. Interesting. Mm. Anything else you want to say about that? No. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, that's the, that's the candle. I love the description. Mm. Thank you. It makes me feel warm and fuzzy, you know, mm-hmm. talking about real trees. Cool. So we have a question today that I think is uh, awesome because we, we get this a lot in different forms and fashion so uh, hopefully this will feel more like a conversation but I want to pose this question to the table and then we can all start to talk about it um, this was submitted by a student and I'll just read it and then we'll we'll jump in together so today's question a lot of the people I've built relationships with at school are lost and don't know God I'm struggling with finding a balance between being close friends with them so that I can share my faith and not being influenced by the decisions that they're making. How do I continue to be friends with these people and find that balance? I'd say the biggest thing is like self-discipline, like knowing what's right and wrong and knowing when to, you know, when to spread your faith because, you know, you don't want to be overbearing with it because you don't want to like to give off, you know, like a bad vibe of what Christianity really is. 
um, I would just kind of say like setting boundaries and everything. Like if, like if you want to reach them, then yeah, you want to be close to them, but you also don't want to give into the same temptations that they're giving in. So it's just, you know, knowing what's right and wrong and just having that self-discipline of knowing what's, you know, when to do what. It's good. Yeah. For me personally, it was to identify what, you know, what specifically tempted me. So what sin I struggle with. Um, and as I walked through this, um, it was hard because I lost a lot of friends. Mm-hmm. Um because I had to completely back out, but now I'm starting to see the relationships come back. That's but like cool. you said, boundaries are huge. Just knowing knowing what you can and can't be around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, going off of that is like distance is a big thing for me. Um, how close I am to like this specific person, um, like how much I let them into my life and how much I let them see of me um but also love and like a good way of seeing how you're supposed to interact with people is look at what Jesus did it's good and like you obviously use him as an example in everything that you do and like he the way to get to lost people is to be around lost people the way to yeah. bring them into the church is to be with them and to love them like he did. It's good. Mm-hmm. Distance. Do you feel like you've had to create more distance? Or like is it is it more difficult to create more distance between the people? Or is it more difficult to stay in close enough proximity to them? I think it's a lot more difficult to stay farther away from them, Mm -hmm. for me, at least. It's like, when I'm a friend with someone, I'm not just a fake friend that'll rarely check up on me. Like, I'm all in. So it's really hard for me to distance myself, but I know that I have to sometimes, and it's hard. And you have to because of what it will drag you into? Right. Yeah. I'd love to get more specific about that. If anybody would be willing, has there ever been like a time where you've had to avoid some specific behavior or certain circumstance? Yeah, alcohol specifically. So I always know like going into a situation with certain people what what they're going to be doing just because I know them so well. Some we've been friends since we were little kids. And then some more recently, but um, I don't know. It's hard. It's hard to stay away from it for me as well. But now I'm finding it just as difficult to be close. Um, but with the alcohol, I knew that I couldn't be around it. Even if I just had two beers, um, which to me is a sin, but because I drink them as fast as I could. Um, it was still like that temptation was there and I couldn't I couldn't I couldn't say no. So I had to, like I said earlier, lose lose friends for a short amount of time. And then now I'm slowly starting to gain them back because, you know, my relationship with Christ has given me the strength to be in those situations and be there, like physically be there, emotionally be there for those people, 
but not participate in the sin. But it takes a lot of, it takes a lot of discipline um, that I couldn't muster up on my own. So I had to get my relationship right with God in order to be able to have that willpower and strength to just be there and not, not give in. Is that what you mean by discipline? Mm-hmm. Like knowing, like <clears throat> knowing what, like the sin that tempts you most. Like knowing you have to stay away from it, or not even like not even getting near it or anything like that. Like in a, like physically in a room. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's like one of the. That's what I meant by self discipline, just like that. Um, but kind of like an example for me was like like things people would say, like people you know like I'm, I mean like that like cussing and everything like that. Because people like think it's cool, yeah, and sometimes it makes things funnier, yeah, you know. We, I mean, it does, but I mean, you shouldn't say it because like you're represent, you're representing not only your school, family, but you're also representing Christ when you do it. Like an example, like I was playing in um like a basketball game at school, and I had said something like under my breath, and someone up in the stands saw it, and then they confronted me about it, and that was kind of like an like almost like an embarrassing moment, mm-hmm. like not realizing <clears throat> I didn't even say it, but like under my breath, and people still notice it. And so it's just one of those like conscious things, like, like realizing what you're doing, and then realizing the effect it has on people. And if like as a senior, like a leader in the school, the effect that has on like the like the underclassmen watching. So I kind of had it comes like a humbling moment to realize, you know, it not only affects me, but like the image that people have of me, and then people think, oh, you know, he's not a real Christian or anything, or you know, Christianity is about you know, not having good discipline, you know, doing whatever you want. So. It's just basically, you know, like all just about who you're representing and who who you want to, you know, show off. So it's good. Yeah, it's really good. You did a great job with that answer. I appreciate. It. You kind of left everybody speechless. Yeah, well, I, didn't you, know if, I didn't know if it was bad or not. No, you good. did. A, you did a good job. You did a bad job lighting the candle. I did, yeah. I I didn't know. I used like the button one, you know, you had before. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah, like the foot long <clears throat> one. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've, I've never used that one. My hands are the working. one you strike. Yeah, yeah that's, not, you know, like, we should have done a training session before. You should. That that's a cool. leadership problem, actually. Mm-hmm. It's my fault that you weren't able to like that. I mean, I mean, it's just you know, I didn't know how. That's on me, you know. So, <laughs> so when thinking about this, because I think a lot of people ask this question. Or a lot of people that I've heard ask this question are coming from a place of, hey, so I've just accepted Christ. I'm following him now. I've had this experience where I've been saved, but now I feel like I can't have any friends because all of my friends are doing this, that, and the other that you're saying is not healthy. So in terms in, in those terms, thinking about it like fitting in, you know, in school and in life, like what what would you guys say to that? What would you say to the person who's like, I don't fit in anywhere anymore at school. I don't even fit in with my family, you know? Like, speak to that person a little bit. Um, I don't. But your identity has to be in Christ. It can't be in other people's opinions or what they think. And that's a lot easier. I can. It's easier for me to sit here and say that, but I do struggle with it on a daily basis because I'm dealing with everything that you just said on a daily basis. Um, But the joy that I have now, even though I'm not accepted sometimes, is far 
it far outweighs any of any of the negative that comes with it. Um, it's good. I don't know. It's just we have to be. We're supposed to look different than the world. You know, we're supposed to be in the world and participating. You know, but we don't have to act like the world does. Yeah, I um, two years ago when I was like struggling a lot and when I wasn't actually following Christ, um, I had a really big problem with cussing and just being like really vulgar and I had a lot of friends that were like that obviously, like you attract what you are. So um, when I started following Jesus again, like hardcore, um, I completely cut that out of my life, like the cussing, and I made it an effort, like a conscious effort to stop. And my three closest friends did not like that at all. And like within a few hours, they all dropped me as their friend, like they just cut wow. me off. Um, and they had been talking about it, like all three of them, they were talking about how they were all going to cut me off because of how different I was acting. Wow. So, um, it happens, but that's also God like pruning the, the bad people out of your life. And like, he's, he's showing you what his plan for your life looks like. And in that time I was, I was very heartbroken because they were my closest, they were my people. But um, God had shown me, like, this isn't about you, it's about me. And, like, it kind of put me into perspective of if people don't accept me, it's not, it's not me. It's just they don't accept God. So, I don't know. That's all I have to say. It's strong. Yeah, it is. Yeah, sometimes you need a reality check. Sometimes because, like, in, in, in a perfect world, everyone will, you know, you know, pick up or drop whatever they're doing and follow Christ in a perfect world. But as we all know, you know, we don't live in a perfect world. So sometimes you need that reality check. You know, you need to distance yourself from those people. I mean, you can still influence them, but you have to do it from a distance because if you get too close, then you're going to fall right with them. Um, and so it's one of the hardest things, like realizing going into high school, I always thought, you know, you always had to have the most friends, you know, going into things. But um, I realized there's not really power in numbers. There's just power in the people that are with you. And so, like, there's a story in the Bible when um, Gideon, they had about, it was like, what, like 3,000, something like that going into it. And then by the end of it, they only had, like, I don't know, like 200 because God said, I can't lead you in, you know, I can't lead you with all these all these people. And then you start cutting them down. And so you, I, one of the things I had to realize was a lot of my real friends, there's only a certain handful of real friends, and there's only certain fake friends. And so it, when you get real about your faith, you get real with other people, so... That's what you see how like you see the true and you see the real people the other real person. And so once you get real, you know, you start realizing that not everyone else is real. So busting out Gideon on this. <laughs> yeah. I actually heard that last night. It was pretty dope. Yeah. yeah. I love yeah. it. I love it. He got him like pent like God said the ones that are drinking the water like dogs. Yeah. That's wild. I just dropped down he's like, you know. <gasps> yeah. I'm breathing. Take them. Yeah. That they're your army. The ones that are acting like dogs are gonna be your army. Mm-hmm. I'd have been like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because if you're out there, which I don't know if anybody knows Chase's story, but like 
frontline ranger no. in the army, boss, no. like he will take you down type of thing. No, and not. he's not the guy that's drinking the water like a dog. Mm. You know, he'd be back there like ready to go to war. So he's the one I'm trying to take. But God's like, no, I want the ones that are weak because my strength's going to be. Anyway. Yeah. yeah, just to hit on both of y'all, <laughs> what y'all said, I think there's this common misconception that being a Christian makes life easier. And that's so far from the truth. Um, if Christ was beaten to where he was unrecognizable and hung on a cross, I don't get why we think that our life should be perfect. But anyways, I just had a thought. <laughs> um, but this is this kind of hits on this uh, passage right here, First John chapter 2. Uh, we'll start in verse 15. It says, Do not love the world or the things of are the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the, the desires of the flesh and the desires of the eyes and pride and possessions, which possessions, friends, relationships, um, is not from the Father, but it's from the world. And the world is passing away along <clears throat> with its desires, but whoever does the will of God abides forever. So just to... Pride and possession. So I think when we, when we, you know, like your friends dropped you, and I experienced something similar, um, it hurts, right? Like it, it sucks. Mm-hmm. Sorry, that's probably a bad word to say, but it does. Um, but that's really our pride inside of us. Like, well, you know, why am I not good enough for them? Why is this, that, and the other? But everything that comes out of scripture does not point towards, in my opinion, or, you know, that it's going to be easy, that we won't look different than the world like we should. So, but yeah. How do we get to that place where, uh, well, how did you get to that place where you clearly understood this is not about me anyway? Um, it took a little bit of time, like, processing what had happened and and why they did that to me um I had to think about what actually went down like I read through those texts hundreds of times um and I had actually found like my my mentor my person which is my aunt she has a lot of wisdom in um stuff like that so I talked to her and she talked me through it and she helped me um, not focus on like my emotions. That's one thing is like, I logically thought, well, the reason why they did that was because I started acting better. Mm. And, and that's not bad. What I did wasn't wrong and I'm doing it for God. So it, it's not me that they're denying. I had to think like, I know that they still have love for me because they've known me all these years. There's no way they could just start hating me. And um, my aunt helped me see that it was like, it's not it's not a you thing, it's, it's about God. It's so. good, mentor, yeah. relationship. Yeah. Gotta have people that have been there that are a little bit further down the journey. Mm-hmm to speak into do you have that I mean yeah I mean I've grown 
since high school, I've had Ben Hildebrandt as our group leader, and and going through middle school, I never really we never really had like a solid group leader. We had we were close with a lot of them, but I mean by the time I was out of middle school, I probably had seven or eight group leaders. But when we got to high school, Ben he one of the first groups we had Ben sat down, and it was like whatever y'all need, like I'm here, and no, and I don't know if y'all know Ben. Like, I know y'all know Ben's story, but um, he went he's gone through some stuff. Yeah, and he, sure. he's been there, done that, and so he's he's one of the guys that um, that if I if I ever need something, um, I'll reach out to him, and now I got this dude right here, and got a uh, oh Jeffrey over here, I can I can talk to him whenever, whenever I need to Jefferson Jefferson yeah, so that's one of the biggest things for me. Yeah, that's yeah. great. I would rather have Jefferson than Jeffrey, but that's just me. That's yeah. true. Like Jefferson, like feels like he's got it going on. Maybe we can. Change my name or something. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> the Anyways. one that he doesn't even go by. Yeah. We'll yeah. call Katie and be like, hey, it's, it's Jefferson now. Yeah. yeah. Katie could do something she about calls it. Me, you know? She calls me Jeffrey when I'm, you know. No I'm, way. When I'm getting in trouble. Yeah. No way. Yeah. One example of when she, w- w- last time she called you Jeffrey. Oh, last night. What? Yeah, I get in trouble every day. Mm. <laughs> what What did you do? I don't remember. Really? Probably, in my mind, nothing. But I can't. Now it's out there in the public, but I can't tell her that. Um, so yeah, hope she doesn't watch or listen. She will, <laughs> and she'll say Jeffrey. Jeffrey. <laughs> oh, <clears throat> that's amazing. I got to hit on what you said, though. I got some thoughts on that. Um, I think the reality of that, like the beauty I see in that, is. The offense of the gospel. The gospel was life changing, so it changed your life. But the fact that it that it offended them just hits on that it is offensive in the sense that it does attack our fleshly, you know, desires. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Sounds like you notice that, and when you notice that, you allow Christ to work through you to change your actions or your words or whatever mm-hmm. it may be. And it offended people. Really, they weren't offended by you. Like you said, they, they were against God. And the gospel was working through you without you saying a word, which is pretty awesome. Just the power of, you know, the gospel itself. So that's, I, I find that to be, you know, pretty pretty great. And one thing about that, though, is that I really didn't have, I had a close circle, and there were four people. They were three of the four. But there was one girl in it who's my best friend now. Like, we've known each other since kindergarten. So, like, when all of that went down, she was the first person I went to. And she was the only one, and I knew she wasn't super religious, super into God, but when I told her what had happened, she was like, you know what? Like, I still love you. That's not anything to be ashamed of. Like, she really helped me with that. And um, later on, she ended up, like, started, she started coming to church because she said, her in her testimony that she spoke about, um, she said that she saw how different I was and it made her want to be better. And I was like, you know what? I could lose three more friends if if that's what that takes. Yeah. 
So that's huge. I don't know that it showed me a lot about like who your real friends are and what what's meant to be in your circle. That's good. Mm-hmm. It's really good. Yeah. So one of the things like I already touched on earlier, but like. Um, that your actions not only affect you, and that was like Inky Johnson. I, I always like referring to other people. And Inky Johnson, he said that, um, he said, actions have consequences, and consequences not only affect you, but they affect everyone that's around you. And so that was one of the things, like if you cause someone else to fall, that's one of like the, the biggest sins is you, you can commit, is causing someone else to fall, not only, not only yourself, but someone else you know, falling out of their faith or committing a sin that they said that they weren't going to do. And like when it comes to self-discipline, it's also keeping others accountable with like yourself as well. And so, and as, as Christians, we have to be there for, for each other and not play the selfish game of, I'm going to work on my faith, which, yeah, you should. But if you're working on your faith, that also says that we have to help others with theirs. Mm-hmm. And so that was one of the biggest things to me is that I'm not in this alone. And, and the fact that I have help people helping me, but also I need to be there to help them too. So... It's two very mature answers. That's, I don't know. That's good. I don't think anything else <clears throat> can be, I mean, y'all hit it on the head, so. Yeah. No, that's strong. I think uh, the key, what I'm taking from both of you, so the, getting back to the question, the balance between spending time with people and not doing the things of this world, but still being with people that are doing things of this world, right? That balance. And it comes down to just listening to the way y'all are answering it. It's beautiful, but it comes down to a selfless desire to uh, mirror Christ to the world, mm-hmm. you know, and knowing like what you brought, knowing that that's going to bring tough times, difficulties, suffering even, like persecution if you're in some parts of the world. Um, That's what comes with it. But knowing that it's not about you and the glory is to come anyway, um, we have to keep our minds on that. Like the reward is to come. Because in the moment when you lose friends or when you lose whatever, it doesn't feel very rewarding at all. You know, it's it's hard. It hurts. It's... It's difficult to walk th- through school and, you know, not have the same friends. Um, but the reward that's to come is far greater than anything that we could earn here. Uh, but we have to remember that, right? We, we have to keep coming back to that because otherwise it, it gets suffocating. And going back to the temptation thing, I think part of the discipline too, like you, I love that word, you're talking about it. Uh, part of it is disciplining yourself to not go at all into the places where your will is going to be tested. Cause my, listen, my will's weak. Like, yeah, if I stay in the fire too long, I'm, I'm going to get burned or near the fire too long, you know, I'm going to get burned. So, um, I love it. It's a good conversation. You got something else. Come on. I just got a little one liner. Uh, Oh yeah. (laughs) If you're made of butter, don't get next to the fire. It's good. You know, it's going to melt. It is. You have to, you can't rely on your will. We can't rely on our own will. That took me a long time to, I, st- I mean, I still haven't mastered it. I never will, but that's hard. 
It is hard. Yeah. But it's worth it to to yeah. find the balance. It's worth it. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Thank y'all so much. You know, it's Appreciate been fun. It. Burning questions, part six, in a new location. Mm. Not sure it's improved. I would have said new and improved. Not sure. But it's great. And we have a candle. Mm-hmm. And we needed more space for spacious all of us. Yeah. So yeah. here we are. Mm-hmm. Thanks for being on the show. You know, appreciate yeah. it. Glad to be here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. See you soon. Thanks for listening to this episode of Burning Questions. If you have a burning question that you've been longing for an answer to, DM us on our Instagram at cmcstudents underscore.